I want to talk really quick about a movement that's never happened in Wichita um, that I, I have faith is going to happen. I, I really don't have any understanding how in the world it will happen, but I have faith it will. But uh, I'm not sure if you know, but the largest kingdom movements in the world are disciple-making and house church movements. If you've never um, read, there's a book by uh, Garrison. I can't remember his name. Gosh, he's a Southern Baptist guy, but it's uh, Movements That Change the World or something like that. But uh, it'll tell stories that are happening in like China and stuff. He went around and started doing research in India, China, other places, and discovered like house church movements that weren't focused around a building, disciple-making movements where um, like it started with two, three guys and it's like 10,000 house churches. Um, uh, one, I think, had 100,000 house churches in it. And that was just the explosion of, you know, churches of 5, 10, 20 people. So they were redefining what that was, but they were people movements that were exploding through villages. And these are really the largest, actually, kingdom. There's some amazing mega churches on the planet, but these movements um, are yeah, it's almost like they can't count what's happening. And they are, uh, they, they're unstoppable. They're moving in the power of the Spirit. It's empowering people to move and tons of leaders to raise up. And it's just an awesome thing. So if you ever get a hold of a book about these things, disciple-making movements, house church movements, they're really great. Christianity was only, you remember, a house church movement in the first couple centuries. That's really what it was. It was under persecution, and it was spreading so fast and unestablished. And so it was a house church movement in the very beginning. Um, and then some things happened with Constantine and some things and moved into buildings a little bit more. Um, and this is not to say that building churches are not useful and helpful, but rather to say that I think that there's often a cap upon such ministries that limit the ministry of all disciples. And um, I talk to a lot of building church guys that agree with that wholeheartedly. Wichita has never seen this kind of movement. The Western culture has a hard time seeing this kind of movement. Um, there's been a whole bunch of people that have studied this stuff and like, ah, let's do this. Let's start a bunch of house churches. We, let's have 100,000 house churches in Wichita. But it's hard to like do one, you know, and then get anybody to do another one. And so then you start strategies and patterns and plans, and it's just honestly a hard, hard thing. But I believe for various reasons that the Holy Spirit is going to raise this up. I think it's for the future. It's going to be somewhat pandemic and persecution-proof. Um, as they can be, unlike buildings, and because the Lord is calling all hands on deck. It's a season where he wants everybody doing. That's not like he never wanted that, but there's been a little bit of a process of when you build the church and the stage and the audience um, that, that people can get lulled into watching more than doing. And I don't think churches really want that to happen. It just does happen. There's some systemic things within it that cause that to happen. So I've got a friend here in the, in the city. He's been a real good friend, Pastor Philip Wood, who's carried a vision for over 30 years. How many of you know Philip Wood or even heard that name? Philip is the, was the son of George Wood, who actually, Central Christian, was downtown. And then he's the one where it exploded under his ministry. They were from Australia. And he uh, it went from 300 to 1,700, just like that, moved out, bought that big property out there, Central Christian, that we know of. And then Joe Wright came in, and then it you know, went to 3,000 or whatever. You know, it's been one of the bigger churches in the city. Um, but uh, Philip was on staff with his dad. And then when his dad kind of left, and I don't, I don't really know all the timing on that. He's told me before. But he jettisoned out and got a fresh vision when it wasn't popular that uh, the Lord it was in the Lord's heart to see house churches established all across the city. He called them communities of heaven. Has anybody heard him say that? 
he calls them community. He's got a booklet, uh, a little manual about how to do them. And he's carried this long time. I texted him yesterday and said, I'm going to quote you. I'm going to talk about it. By the way, how's it going? And he said, yeah, it's not. It's hard. I've now got an institutional church I'm pastoring. I'm trying to do some small groups out of it. And he goes, you're so encouraging my heart that you're going to talk about this again. And I told him, I said, Philip, I believe you've carried a prophetic word of something in the city that's going to happen that's going to activate the saints. I don't know that it's called communities of heaven, but it's in alignment with multiple prophetic words that I've heard. Ryan had one of these up at the farm when I was up at Tim's place for a while um, and saw torches all over the city in front of houses in cul-de-sacs and knew that there were house fires all over Wichita, not portioned in buildings, but spread out in neighborhoods all over the place. And that gets me excited. That's one of multiple prophetic words I've had where they, people have said and confirmed that there was going to be something like that. So I believe this movement is, is the will of the Lord, and by the grace of God, it can happen voluntarily. It, it will happen involuntarily if we don't respond when the buildings get hit and things happen. And i do not trying to be apocalyptic, but, you know, we saw a little bit of that in 2020. And um, it could get a little worse, and people think it might. But when the people of God start meeting, if they become the meeting place and not the places, then um, that gets a little harder to shut down. So this kind of movement, I believe, uh, can be viral. It uh, can spread fast. It's decentralized. It's pandemic and persecution-proof mostly. It's audience-destroying, and I think it has to be Holy Spirit-empowered, or it just doesn't happen. And so um, I want to say this, and I'm going to say at the end of the word I'm about to preach, but until you're called away, the place of mission is where you are. Where you are is where mission is. Where you are is the providential, sovereign work of God to get the kingdom coming. Jesus is up to a colonization process right now. He's colonizing planet Earth. And he's doing it subversively through a gospel of peace during what's called a year of the Lord's favor. He's going to do it aggressively on what's called a day of his vengeance, according to Isaiah. He's coming back and taking over. He's not going to ask opinions. There'll be no vote. <laughs> it's going to happen. But pre that, he is like yeast. The kingdom is working out everywhere. And listen, he's not looking for you and I to come up with a better strategy. He's waiting for us to become better disciples. And where you are is where the kingdom is happening. So I'm going to show you, if we're able to do it, Michelle, a map. And I'm wondering where you are. I'm wondering where you are. Because this and coming to this is not the work of the ministry. This is a leadership meeting at best, and we're terrible at it, I'm sure. But this is, you're, you're some of the most powerful people in the city. You're this little tiny portion of the royal priesthood who's going to rule and reign with Jesus forever, literally on planet Earth. And you and I are practicing to reign right now. And so this meeting for us loses all its meaning if it becomes about maintaining this meeting. This meeting is about helping you do your mission and ministry. So I wonder where you're at. I kind of think I'm at 21. I don't know. Do you know where you're at on this map? I'm sorry, it's not great. We're going to work on getting a real good one. I live in Meadowlark. Um, the Morgans live in Plainview. There are neighborhood blocks all over the city. There's about... 20, almost 30 of them. Metal Ark that I live in has near 5,000 people in it packed in this little area. And um, 
Amy and I are walking it, and I'm trying to pray some diligent and aggressive prayers about it. We wholeheartedly want to ruin everybody's life in Metal Ark with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to do more than get a bus and drag them over here on Saturday nights. I want to colonize Metal Ark with the kingdom of God, and I have no idea how to do it. It's going to take me not having a great strategy, but becoming a disciple filled with the Holy Spirit that dead gummit's going to have to open his, fo- his home and his fence to let some people in. We inherited a little pool in our place, and I'm believing God it'll become a baptismal. I want to baptize more people in that pool than people that come to swim. I don't know how to do it. But I believe that Jesus wants to do it more than I want it done. And I think there's a whole bunch of believers. I don't know if you know the numbers right now, but it's somewhere around two-thirds to three-quarters of Americans do not go to a building church anymore. They're at home. They know how to be at home. Actually, a bunch of them are fairly interested in Jesus. They really are. But they're looking for authentic relationship. And they want to have something more than a moment for an hour and a half where you move them around and, and thank God for all that. But I want to pray right now because I believe, and this is going to tie right into what I'm going to preach, but um, I believe that the Lord wants to do this. I have a vision. I would love to be way more. I don't want to sit and go through services. I just don't have it in me. Um, I would love to be part of like 100, 200, 300, 1,000 house churches in Wichita that are infiltrating places they're praying, they're bringing the presence of God, hosting it, and got mission. Not life groups off the side of us. And then we got a whole bunch of groups. I don't want any groups. I don't want any groups. I want the kingdom of God to fill the city. And I want you to begin to execute that where you are. So where are you? Where are you, where are you seated? Where are you setting? Where are you living? And uh, everybody that's listening to this, I'm asking you the same question later this week. As you're sitting there Wednesday, maybe somebody's listening to this on Wednesday. I want to know where you live. I want to know how you're bringing the kingdom of God there. How you're bringing the presence of God. Because our houses can become houses of prayer. And so I'm going to pray strategically for what Philip Woods called, carried for 30 to 40 years, and is frustrated. I'm going to send this to him. Because he's like, I can't get people. They'll come to services but they won't make their homes house of prayers and understand. I'm like, no, they, I think they will. It's just going to take revival. It's going to take revival. And so um, we, can, we can pray. So if you have any agreement with me in this, uh, just add your amen. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for an infiltration of every neighborhood, every corner of Wichita, Kansas. I'm asking for a viral outbreak of disciples, homes, house churches, whatever, homes filled with your presence, outpost of the kingdom, strategically everywhere in the city, where your people are praying, exercising the authority of the word, reaching out to neighbors, changing the atmosphere of neighborhoods. God, let your church get outside the building. Take her out. May it be more about go than come. Change us back to go. And Lord, we're asking for the empowerment of leaders. I pray for giftings in people, confidence, pastors, all over, just a multiplication of pastors all over the city, leaders, deacons, all of, that are actually doing that in homes um, and in neighborhoods. Father, I pray for communities of heaven. What, what Phil was prayed for 10,000 times, I add an amen. Let it be. House fires everywhere. 
And may it be something that we can't control and hardly measure because you stirred it up by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.